Happy Valentine's Day, Megan. Thanks, Jim. Thinking a lot about hearts today. Oh, yeah? What yeah. Well, I think it ties directly into Harry Potter. Okay. Which I know more than a couple of people that have a Horcrux for a heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could name a few, but I'm mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, trying to be nice. Yeah. Just a tiny sliver of their soul. Yeah. Not all of it. Yeah. It happens. Whatever, man. Yeah. You know what? We uh we were, we were talking about this. Might as well just jump right into it. Yeah. About um the whole relationship thing with Ron and Hermione that J.K. Rowling's been talking about. Mm-hmm. If we're on the topic of Valentine's Day, J.K. Rowling, in case you didn't hear, uh, said in an interview that an interview with Emma Watson that um Ron and Hermione should never have been together, and she regrets putting them together, and that she should have put Hermione with Harry Potter. Um. So there's that, and then now she recently, uh, you know, back paddled a little bit, and now she's saying, "Well, it could work. He just needs to work on his self esteem issues, and she needs to be less critical, and like it could work." So, okay, okay. <laughs> i'm sorry like my what okay all right like my my opinion of her is not bad but it just gets worse with every interview she does sometimes i just kind of want to be like dude shut up (laughs) like i don't know okay what are your comments this bat the the backpedaling almost makes it even worse Mm mm-hmm for, well, the, the, first of all, for her to say, yeah, if I had it to do it, do over again, I think I'd put Hermione with Harry. When, when she said that, my thing, my my reaction was, well, thank God you didn't. Yeah. Because that would have been, well, you should have okay. just killed Ron then. Like, what the heck is the point <laughs> right. of having it? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a little bit obvious to have Ron and Hermione end up together because they kind of butted heads mm-hmm. throughout the series. But I think it would have been way more obvious and way lamer to have the hero end up with the girl, mm-hmm. um, just like every other cliche mm-hmm. Story. The thing that makes me so mad is that throughout all of the books, Hermione and Harry have this great friendship. It's a great friendship. And like, you know, they're they totally uh, they do love each other. They care about each other, but they never have seen each other in that way. Yeah. And like for her to have to think about like suddenly making at the end of the book that they finally fall in love like that to me is such crap because it doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes men and women just become really good friends. And it's like that that was a great statement for her to make. And now that she's like rebuking that statement, it's just like, I, what, what were you even thinking about? Like making it a good role model for young women, you know, like not at all, you know, I don't know. And then the other thing that really makes me mad, too, is what about Ginny? Ginny right. and Harry make an awesome couple. Yeah, they do. And like. Now you're just completely forgetting about her. She had previously said that Ginny was one of her favorites, too. Like, it's like, what about Ginny? I don't, I don't right. understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's real, it's real dumb. It's really dumb. Really dumb. Because Ginny and Harry have a really great relationship. Um, the fact that they, like, 
kind of like break up for a while is great for the for the plot and like it works for them because they eventually get back together and like it it works out because Harry was off like doing heroic things and whatever and Ginny is a strong person and she was kind of like dating or you know whatever like she's she's a great role model he's a great role model for the relationship I mean I just hate that she did that I'm so annoyed well, I'm just thankful that she went with her first, first instinct. And like I was yeah. telling you the other day, I hope that she doesn't end up George Lucasing yeah. these books and movies. Yeah, and what did you mean by that? Go. Well, uh, George George Lucas is now notorious for being a revisionist of his own history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He writes a story and then decides, well, I'm going to change it in some some subtle ways and some potentially fundamental ways. Luke and Leia. Well, Luke and Luke and Leia is good, I think. Yeah, it was good, but it was like, why didn't you think of that before? Yeah. But when I when I think of like George Lucasing something, I think more of um sp- the changes he made for the special editions and then some of the prequel stuff. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the midichlorians are these little microscopic life form in your body <laughs> and they give you the force and the more of them you have it's like so you're I'd, infected with parasites if I, yeah if i was infected with midichlorians i'd like take uh a pretty strong regimen of antibiotics yeah. and call it good <laughs> yeah. here's my blaster you know screw this lightsaber i crap, know you know yeah seriously <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i mean i'm already ocd enough about germs as it is yeah. i don't need to no know i know stuff crawling through my body i know creepy <laughs> it's like it's like as if he just like wrote a story about a bunch of people who are actually they have like serious diseases but they <laughs> right <laughs> they like use them for good or right. something i don't know yeah it's like my name's yoda and i have really really bad ball cancer <laughs> but it means i can kick your ass in a fight so i'll deal with it for now <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> it's genetic too, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I think it's crap when when authors do that. It's like you can't. I don't know. Like to say that Ron and Hermione would need relationship counseling. That's her reason why they shouldn't be together. Come on, who doesn't need relationship counseling? I look. I've learned the hard way. And Harry and Hermione wouldn't need yeah. relationship counseling. Yeah, I think they would. Your relationships need work every single day. Yeah, and just because they're this way now, like Ron has self esteem issues at the end of book seven, doesn't mean he's going to be like that forever. You know, he's a young person in the book. He's immature. Right. Oh my god, it makes me so mad. Yeah, I hate when that happens, and yeah. like. I don't know. I mean, the fact, like, what did she say in the, in the, um, when she kind of was like softening her stance a little bit on and she was like, you know, it could work, she said. So I'm, I'm looking at, I didn't even know that until I looked it up right now. And I just looked at this article and, um, she basically just said, they, uh, he needs to work on self esteem. She needs to work on being less critical. And then she was talking about Hermione liking having a weakness for a funny man oh my god what this is so stupid i don't i don't understand i'm reading this right now sorry i'm not really that's all right it's fine it's it's difficult though because on one hand 
these are her creation and she can do whatever she wants with them. Yeah, but like they belong to her. They don't belong to us. But yet at the same time, they do kind of belong. to Why the announce fans. it to the press? Right. Why make a big deal out of it? And right. then when you do rebuke your statement, yeah. like what? This is just unnecessary completely. Yeah. It's just unnecessary. It just puts a bad taste in your mouth when you see someone and it. She's not the only one who's ever done this, and it's not just a, a book thing or a filmmaking thing. It's also like a, you see it with, with artists and mm-hmm. musicians and stuff where they'll do an album or whatever, and then years later they'll piss all over their own work. Yeah. And you're like, well, wait a second. I really liked that record, mm-hmm. and now you're telling me you think it sucks? Yeah, Radiohead does that with uh, Pablo Honey, I think, or with Creep, the, the song Creep. They always oh, talk really? about how much they hate it. Yeah, it's like. You know what? That song gave you fame. Right. Be a little bit yeah. more like grateful of that mm-hmm. instead of being so critical. Yeah. I mean, everybody grows and changes and their and their work becomes like an older version of them. But that doesn't mean that you should announce it to the people who really love that work. I mean, yeah. that's that's disheartening and that's just like it hurts the fans a lot and it's unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. After hearing her say this stuff, I'd almost be afraid if she did continue to do I know. Harry Potter universe stuff. They get I mean, divorced. yeah, she's going to yeah. do that prequel-y thing. But, uh, yeah. And I guess, well, <laughs> I was going to say, well, how much damage could she do with that? Uh, George seen, Lucas. Yeah, again, <laughs> uh, we've been proven uh, wrong with, with that. But I don't know. It's... I think sometimes you just should put put your art out there, put what you make out there, and let it speak for itself. Or continue to make new art. Right. And let that speak for itself. Right. Yeah. Write a new story. You know, if your opinions about relationships have changed, mm-hmm. then grace us with your opinions in a new way instead of changing the old story that you already wrote. Right. Anyway. Um, ah, rage. Yeah, rage, dude. Yeah. Rage. What's your rage quotient today? Mm, I think it's worse now. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, J.K. Rowling. No, I'm doing okay. I'm I'm like uh, 7,500. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's about doing half. Okay. It, Close to it's half. It's Valentine's Day. I'm trying to keep it. Yeah. You're the one in the in the happy situation, though. Well, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh well, I'm going out tonight with my girlfriend. All right, you know, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Relationship advice with Jim and Megan. <laughs> the advice is like pretty I- much don't have them, <laughs> and then you will yeah, never get hurt never and never be, be sad. <laughs> Bitter opinions about life. <laughs> Oh, you'll just be stabbed in the back. (laughs) Nobody loves you except your mommy and daddy. (laughs) Which, by the way, they gave me a freaking valentine. And even sometimes they... (laughs) (laughs) I got valentine presents from my mom and dad. Nice. Heck yeah. All right. It was a very yummy smelling candle. Aw. And a valentine. What sense is it? Apple. I still want to get a coffee scented candle to keep in my car. Oh, yeah. I love love coffee scented candles. Yeah. I'm a fan of like anything... This is 
It sounds so bad, but I'm a fan of anything food scented. Okay. So like as long as it's not like super like florally, uh vanilla would count as food scented, right? Yeah. yeah I mean sure. it, it's a plant, but it's just flavoring. Yeah. And then, you know, I like that and I like um like uh pumpkin stuff and like I don't know. I don't like the ones that are like cake batter and they just smell like a freaking birthday cake and that's too weird. Mm. But if it's like kind of subtle, like, uh, oh, there was this one candle that I used to have that was like the best smell ever. It was like, I think it was like coffee cake. It wasn't like too okay. strong of coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, whatever. I That'd like be smell. good. Yeah. Food. Mm. Speaking of smelling, I can't right now because my nose is so stuffed. Aw. It's better today though. Um, so hopefully tonight I don't look like a, I have like the nose red Rudolph thing going on. Oh, you just need a little powder. Makeup. You'll be fine. Yeah. Of course, watch with the powder around your nose because then it'll look like you were in the ladies room doing rails. At yeah. The, uh... <laughs> Wait, I wasn't? What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Okay. So we're actually here. Yeah, we're here to talk about Harry <laughs> this Potter. This is the longest, longest intro ever. It was for a the good short for the shortest episode. Yeah. It ever will be, it will of be Nerd really Novice. short. Yeah. We got to do a quick one today because we have real world things to do. Yeah. AKA sorry, work. Um, so, yeah, this is episode 41, mm-hmm. and this is Nerd Novice. Yeah. In case you haven't figured it out yeah. by looking at your phone or iPod. And I'm Jim. I'm Megan. Yeah. We're here and for you. We are. We're here for you. We're talking uh, briefly about the final installments in the Harry Potter book slash film franchise, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, and the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. This is pretty epic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically this last book is like... um. Uh, like a giant battle almost you know it starts off with like the the searching and the like lord of the rings epic walking adventure right. style mm-hmm. like fantasy always happens uh and uh i i like that stuff it's cool that they have like the element of magic with them too like with the little bag that is like never ending that hermione carries everywhere right <laughs> and like the tent that has a giant house inside or i don't know whatever anyway um so, like, there's a lot of, um, well, speaking of relationships, there's a lot of, like, tenseness going on between the three of them. And, you know, Ron gets really mad at some point and leaves and whatever. So it's like a, it's a good ending because it kind of has tons of conflict and then it has this amazing resolution at the end. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and you kind of see more from all of your favorite characters, too, again. Right. Yeah, everybody gets there. Their chance to shine, mm-hmm. like everybody gets to take a solo. Yeah, yeah. In this, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. What was your favorite solo? I like Neville Longbottom. Oh, hell yeah! He's so good. He is so good, man. Yeah. That guy, he's the hero for real. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, with the prophecy, you know, he was he could have been Harry Potter, right? He could have, yeah. And the whole thing was that Voldemort chose Harry Potter. Like the prophecy applied to both Neville and Harry. And in the end, it became Harry because of Voldemort mm-hmm. choosing him mm-hmm. as the threat. Right. So it's awesome that Neville has such a play in this movie because he, you know, he definitely had a play in the be- in the very, very, very beginning of the story. You know. Yeah. He is so cool. Isn't it awesome when he kills uh, 
Nagini. Yeah. <laughs> Super sweet, man. Yep. Totally. And he like leads this army and like of the students and he's right. just he's yeah. Totally awesome. To have like he he's almost as much the hero's journey. If you think about it, he's almost as much the hero's journey as Harry is. Yeah, he's more behind the scenes. Maybe even more so in a way because he's he starts out in an even more meek place mm-hmm. in book one mm-hmm. than than Harry does. Mm-hmm. Because Harry in book one is like, he's already like, he's ready to like get the crap out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, get me out from under the stairs. And yeah, I want to go to Hogwarts. And mm-hmm. But Neville is kind of, kind of mousy. Mm-hmm. He's not sure of himself and his parents like with the cruciatus curse yeah his parents are like insane basically Mm -hmm. it's so sad and he has like this meek yeah he has like this meek uh meekness about him and his grandma like raised him after his parents were injured and you know so yeah his situation is pretty pathetic yeah at the beginning and and for him to reach this level of heroism it's just like yeah. Totally rad. Yeah. I love him. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um my one of my favorite um solos though is uh Professor McGonagall mm-hmm. where um she just like you know throughout the whole book or the whole series especially when things start to like when Dolores Umbridge starts to come in and like the ministry starts to infiltrate Hogwarts McGonagall kind of has this role of being the professional on the face of you know the other staff members like she's professional but she's really just trying to protect the students but without getting kicked out of the school right where you know so she's like taking this like silent hero role where she like she's there for the students she wants them to be okay she wants the school to live she wants everything about it to succeed but um she basically like she has to do it in a way that's like extremely professional or else she could risk being booted you know right so at the end in the movie when she finally gets to like kick some butt and like unleash her amazing magical prowess you know she just like she kills it she's awesome and she like she like awakens all those suits of armor you know and like makes them all the hogwarts guardians or whatever and they all like animate and start fighting and she's just like super giddy about it and she just she's totally cool i love her she's i love that she has that moment at the end because the whole time you just see her as like a teacher an authority figure and she doesn't really you don't really see her like like dumbledore has a few moments where he kicks butt you know right and you're like dang he's a good like Mm -hmm. wizard you know he's got some abilities yo but she is just kind of always she's always professional until that moment at the end where she just is awesome. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I think... Also Mrs. Weasley. Oh, yeah. 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 I kind of have a crush on Mrs. Weasley. Oh, yeah. I want her to be She's my mom. She's pretty good. That's, I don't have a crush on her because that's really weird. Yeah. But I I just love her. I love yeah. her. I love when she just like kicks Bellatrix's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice to see the resolution with Snape, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it ends up with him dying, but he, I think, I, I don't know about you, but, but as I watched 
the movies and and would listen to the books and whatever. I never really doubted that ultimately Snape would be a good guy. Yeah. It it wasn't that mysterious to me. I didn't think so either. But to have like the final hurrah with him, you know, was kind of touching in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think the, the mysterious, um, the, the mysterious behavior that everyone was kind of like wondering about, it was kind of just hyped up by the media. Like they're really, when you read the books, like to me, it was too obvious for Snape to be a bad guy. It was like, this isn't, that that's not true. He's not right. like, there's something right. about him that we don't know. Like he just, he's, yeah. He's maybe a jerk, but like he's not a bad guy, sure, you know. Sure. And um I agree. I think it was really good that he had that moment where he was finally like um what's the word? redeemed and uh and he basically you know showed you exactly his motive behind everything. However, the fact that he died, I almost feel like it needed to happen because I don't know if Snape would be able to live after people knew that about him because he was so like reserved and right. so he didn't want to be known for like something like loving somebody. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think if he would have survived, he yeah. would have just been in recluse. Like he wouldn't have. He's like the Mr. Darcy who never hooks up with Lizzie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> not really. But no, not really. He's, well, I've, been, he's, I've been thinking about Pride and Prejudice I, a lot lately. We should so. talk about that. Yeah. Um, I yes, we should talk about that. Um, but no, he's kind of like um, I don't know. He's kind of just like this person who he like almost he's not ashamed, but he's almost like fearful of the fact that he loves Lily. Like right. he doesn't want people to know. You know. Well, it's it's all about vulnerability. Yeah, exactly. Because when you love someone. Yeah. You feel And he can't handle that. Vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So him dying was like it was almost appropriate. Yeah. I th- I think that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there was something else I wanted to say about that, but it slipped slipped my mind. Shoot. Mm. But uh Oh, what I was going to say is I th- I think I think the whole is or isn't Snape a bad guy I think that that whole thing kind of relates to sometimes in stories we as the viewer or the reader know more or sense more about where it's going to go mm-hmm. than the characters do. Right. And I don't necessarily mean, um, oh, I'm, I'm terrible with, uh, I know that there's like a specific writing. Omnipotence. Omnipotence. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even talking about situations where something is written in what is like third person omniscient, you know, yeah. whatever, all that stuff. Mm. Um, is it omnipotence is the noun? Omnipotence. Um, or is it um cuz I know omniscient is like a word too but I'm not sure if it's I've never heard it in literary terms being referred now I to feel as like I'm omnipotent. Saying it wrong. Uh but uh, I've always heard it as like omniscience. Yeah. Well, omnipotence is a word, but I mean, I don't know if it, if they say that 
yeah, omniscient maybe is the better word because this one is more about having the ability right, to do something. Right. Um, but anyways, what I'm what I'm getting at with that is mm-hmm. in these books and in a lot of other stories, we're not told everything as the reader, mm-hmm. but we have we have like this heightened level of awareness than the characters do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, because we see we see many scenes with different characters, and you know, obviously, not all the characters are present in each scene. So right. the fact that we can see like things happening on multiple platforms right. gives us more knowledge than yeah. the yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree, and I think the Snape thing, like for sure, if if I was Harry, I would be like, oh, I don't know about him. He's a jerk. Like he's right. probably evil, you know. But the fact that we knew more, like whatever, all these other things, him and Dumbledore's conversations, you could, you know, we knew more about like how he was outside of just Harry's point of view. Right. So we were not so sure. That I definitely am still standing by the fact that I think the whole question of is Snape good or evil was really just a marketing ploy, and like it wasn't even that big of a deal in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Totally. So. I think for me anyways, this was a really satisfying conclusion mm-hmm. to an epic series. And I have no doubt that 50 years, 100 years from now, even longer, these books are still going to be analyzed and enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I do have to say before, because I know we're making this short, before we wrap it up, the King's Cross chapter slash scene where Harry and Dumbledore are talking, oh, where he's like yeah. dead for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is just like, I bawled my eyes out when I was reading <laughs> that. So bad. Yeah. Anytime a character like sacrifices his or herself for the greater good, I'm always like, um, like completely bawling and like unable to even watch it happen without crying my eyes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he like talks to his parents and Sirius, and like everyone's just around him, and mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah the the way it ended was great. It was satisfying. It was you know I could have done without the epilogue. I think that was made more for the fan fiction writing. Yeah, it was a little fan servicey. <laughs> yeah, but but on the other hand. It's nice it's, to know. It's nice to know mm-hmm. because then then it really would have begged the question like, well, what happens next? Because they're mm-hmm. only 18 or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was her way of being like, I'm never going to write another book. Here's the right. end. <laughs> yeah. Here, have a cookie and shut the hell yeah. up. I'm going out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Speaking of cookies. Speaking of cookies and being out. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So this is it for uh, for this week. Uh, it's a short one, but yeah. we're going to be back next time. Mm-hmm. Our next theme yeah. that we're going to explore for a little while is immortality. I'm so excited about this one. And we're going to be starting off with Highlander, mm-hmm. the original film with Sean Connery and Christophe Lambert. <laughs> I'm so excited. So I hope, you'll guys, I hope you guys will join us next time. Yeah. All right, nevisify it. <laughs>